Welcome to Millennial Pagan Podcast, the podcast that's discussing issues and hot topics influencing the pagan world from a millennial perspective. We're your hosts, Autumn Wolf. And Jara Stone. Hi, Autumn. Hi, Jara. It has uh, been an interesting week, hasn't it? It hit triples. I know. It is draining. The heat is just, ugh. I'm fanning myself here (laughs) with my notebook. I also lost my sticky note. It's okay. You don't need it, do you? No, it, it's just a scribble note. Yeah. So what's uh, what's new in your world this week? Um. Well, I have some sad news. My parents had to put down my childhood dog. Aww. This is technically the first pet that I have seen through full life circumstances. So it's a little rough, but they made the right decision. Um. It was time. Yeah. He was ready. So sad face, but also, what are you gonna do? Please? Yeah. They they don't live forever, but while they're alive. They're great, great companionship. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Total agree. And this 100 degrees plus has just been, yeah. Yeah. Notice you got some uh, some new artwork. Oh, yeah. I sat down with a um, very talented gentleman near my home for about an hour and a half, and we got the black lines figured out. And I will be posting on our Instagram when it's complete, but he did request that um, social media be kept to a minimum t- until then. Nice. Because nice. we're going to go full color. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see how that's going to turn out. Me too. Like, really excited. Probably uh, probably when I get back from camp, I'm going to I'm gonna do my my uh, goddess moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I, I decided, I was thinking I was either going to do the goddess moon with the actual uh, pentacle on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually, I'm not going to do the pentacle. I'm actually going to do the uh, the runic symbol for, for Yara, for Jera. Oh, okay. So, just kind of, kind of, it... As a reminder to myself right. of who I am and what what I stand for. Right. No, of course. Yeah. I um. So how what is on my arm came about is kind of a, kind of a silly long story. Mm-hmm. I always thought I was going to have a really big pentacle on my right arm with the um, different points colored in for the different elements, and it'd be really simple. And then I went to see this particular tattoo artist for a completely different thing. Actually, the triangles that represent the elements on my wrist, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that'll be like a hundred bucks or something. And then I. I saw this piece and I was like, can we, can we change it to different places? And I have a pentacle on my arm, but <laughs> not the way I thought it would be. Right. It's, he, it still looks great. He's done oh, an yeah. awesome, amazing job on it. It is definitely uh, seven times the $100 I already planned on spending. <laughs> so every time I see him, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to love it. It'll be worth it. It it is it is artwork and artwork is expensive. Yes, and that that's actually a good thing and a good point to what we're going to be talking about today. And mm. today we're going to be talking about etiquette at pagan events yes. for the guests. I know we've talked with Lara about creating an event and how to do that in a ethical and positive manner. And now we're going to talk about how to go about being a guest. All right. Well, I got, I can sum it up in one sentence. Don't be a dick. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. You know. <laughs> What about our newbies who no, don't know yeah. how not to be a dick at a pagan event? Because there's certain nuances. There is. There that, is. That we need to discuss and go about. So I think I think this is very timely since both of us are going to be quiet. Um, 
mm-hmm. the rest of the month, except for a mini-sode. Yep. So the, the, it's kind of important to prepare them if they are going to something for midsummer. Well, and, and I think this also is going to help me out a little bit more. I mean, because I, I, I'm, I'm not new to, to rituals, but I'm coming up on an event that I've never been to before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of going to be a good refresher for me as well. Yeah, this is your first time going to an overnight event and yeah. in the wilderness. But this isn't the first time you've gone camping. Mm, not not in the the witch sense not right. not it, I've, I've been camping before but it hasn't been something like this right right so it, it's kind of a an interesting um interesting environment i i, I believe because mm-hmm. i because I've, I've been i've been camping before it's been out in like the the more or less the desert wilderness flat mm-hmm. plains we're going up in the redwoods mm-hmm. so i'm i'm really excited about that i'm pretty jealous about that but i'm really excited because i'm going to prescott which is another beautiful area oh, is yeah. in um arizona but we have the big beautiful green trees up there and it will be 85 degrees as opposed to 105 degrees so (laughs) i'm like yay get out of the get out of the excessive heat even for a little bit yeah that's what us phoenicians have had to learn how to do is escape north for a little while every every winter so um there's a variety of different types of events that us pagans can go to from a couple of hours to weekends, weeks, or months even away. Mm-hmm. And there's just different ways that you can go about going to these events and just being not a dick. Yeah. Right? So um, what do you think is the most important thing even for like just for all of those events on how not to. One one basic thing that I I always go into these types of events is I have in mind be open minded. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go into an event like this with a closed mind. Don't don't go in expecting something that you may not even get. Right. Go in with a clear mind, clear thought, and accept what is there. There's a possibility you may not like what's going on. You may not like what you see, but be open-minded about it because there's going to be several other people there who this is this is what they do. This is what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And as long as you don't, you know, throw your arms up and cause a scene, if you don't like what you see, if you're not, if, if you don't feel like you can be in that type of a situation, there is always the option to quietly exit exactly that was exactly what i was thinking when you were saying that too is that there's always the option that if you're uncomfortable if you don't like what you're seeing and that's one thing that i think event coordinators should really think about is how to leave positively and how to leave without disturbing the rest of the group Mm -hmm. and um, they should give you that option ahead of time if they don't ask there should be a time before you go deep into something about hey how do i escape if mm-hmm. escape is necessary. Well, and and kind of when when you actually brought me to my first event with mm-hmm. uh, with AZ reclaiming, you know, mm-hmm. I, I one of the most important things that you told me is if you don't want to participate, if you know, if, if you want to leave at any point, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of those things that actually made me want to stay to see uh, to see what it was, but I knew I had that option. Right. And AZ Reclaiming is really special because the circle's around the whole house, so you have the option of leaving the group and leaving the energy and still being in a sacred space that's comfortable mm-hmm. inside the house. Yeah. And therefore, you can kind of ground and get yourself ready before you exit the house even if you're just going to go, get yeah. back in your car and go. So you have a moment to be able – you have a space to be able to go – 
Okay. This isn't for me. Cool try. Yeah. And give it a college try. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the big things. It's it's it may be something that's completely out of the ordinary for you. It might be something that's you you've never pictured for yourself. Mm-hmm. But honestly, how do you know if you like it if you don't try it first? Right. Yeah, and that's that's a little bit of everything. Um, if you ever find yourself scared at an event and there's the option to talk to an event coordinator about it, or somebody else like in a security team or in a guardianship role at a circle, then do that. But if they're one of the people that are making you uncomfortable, just ditch. Mm-hmm. Totes, pick up and go. I, I don't think anybody would think any less of you no. if you left. And there's always the option of reaching out to the organizers and politely saying why later. Mm-hmm. And that way they can kind of gauge and understand that maybe they do need to change it. Maybe they're not going to change it, but you're still going to provide them with feedback and information they know. They yeah. need to know. And that's something that I always say at my book club. Like, if you have any comments, questions, concerns that you don't want to tell me in person, message me and tell me later. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing, since I do run the Pagan Book Club, and that's a once a month thing, that's a two-hour event, a lot of the times I'll take a moment beforehand for people to socialize, and then you can kind of get a feel of who's there. So if you're ever going to one of those kind of groups where it's very casual and laid back, and you're looking to just talk with the people, then I would I would definitely do that ahead of time mm-hmm. and then listen to, at the very least, what the coordinator says before they dive into whatever activity or work that they're going to do that yeah. day. And, and if after the coordinator's spiel, because usually there is a spiel, mm-hmm. um, you decide, you know, and not for me, just say, hey, thanks. I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, this isn't for me. Yeah. Having open lines of communication when they're available and they should be available is going to be your number one asset. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to a, a bigger event and they're, the people who are organizing it aren't as readily available and you go alone and you find yourself in an uncomfortable situation, you need to leave. There's always the option of reaching out to the event coordinators on social media. A lot of times there's somebody watching the social media. Actively. Actively. Um, I know at Pagan Pride, since we're at a public park, there's public park officials driving around while our event's going on. So you can reach out to them and say, hey, where do I find the event coordinators? Or, hey, this is happening. Like, I don't feel comfortable because this guy's been following me. I don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. saying something to this person or something like that that's always another option and and even just just reaching out to somebody who who seems to know what's going on seems to be there and they they might not necessarily be the event coordinator Mm -hmm. but somebody who's at least in the know who can who is knowledgeable enough to find them or knowledgeable enough about the event to give you that safe space right so keep an open mind be aware of your surroundings. That's another huge thing. Another thing that I would say is what you already touched on. Don't go in with expectations because mm-hmm. you never know. Um, before you go to an event, read anything you possibly can on the internet, not only about the event, but about the organizers of the event. Mm-hmm. That's going to prepare you the most. And another thing is location. So like I just said, Pagan Pride. We're organized by Pagan Pride Association of Phoenix. Umbrella, the National Pregnant Pride Association, then we're at Seal Indian School Park. 
look up all three of those different websites to tell you exactly what you're expecting because whereas Pagan Pride Phoenix's website might not have originally stated that we're going to have a fall or harvest ritual, National Pagan Pride is going to outline the things that a local pride needs mm-hmm. and a local pride has to have. So you're going to kind of understand what you're, what's to be expected. Yeah. Um, you'll go in with reinforced expectations. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I think I think one of the big things is, is knowledge. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, you, you don't you don't necessarily want to go into something something big blind. Yes, I mean it can be fun. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it's it's good to have a little bit of that knowledge so you know not 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 necessarily what to expect, but kind of guidelines as to what you're going to see, what you might experience. Mm-hmm. Um, even even reaching out to other people who've been to these events before, if you know somebody in the community, just asking them, hey, I'm thinking about going to this. What was your experience with right. it? Right. And see if the group has organized events prior mm-hmm. and if they have reviews on those events. And another thing with Steel Indian School Park, you go to their website. If you have restroom needs, if you have mm-hmm. hydration needs, if you have medical needs that might occur, you'll be able to... Get some of those answer those questions answered, and that's a huge help when you're going away for several days with a group. Yep. Um, one of the things that I did before I planned on going, I didn't know the organization. All I knew was that one of my friends had shared it and said this is happening with a group that is kind of affiliated with Phoenix Pig and Pride, or they talk to each other. And it's going to be at this ranch. So I went on the ranch's website to figure out what what kind of venue this place is. And I learned things like there's a refrigerator where we're going to be. There's showers. There's real toilets, mm-hmm. which is kind of an underline. If I'm going to be camping for multiple days, I need the comfortable a, space. I need a restroom <laughs> of some sort. Not not just an outhouse with a couple planks of wood. I could handle that. Okay. Um. I, I, I can't just be in the middle of the forest for some biological functions. <laughs> Others I can, yeah, that's fine. But some I'm just like, I can't do this on a tree. <laughs> well, and, and I think that also kind of brings up another another aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Biological needs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I actually have to say this. I actually went to event to an event one time where the uh, the restrooms that were close by uh-huh. were shut for renovation. Right. And uh, yeah, that would have been a nice thing to know ahead of time. Right. Because it kind of spoiled the experience for me. Right. Because then you had to go home. Yeah. Or you had to go to a gas station a couple miles away, or you had to do something else. Some people have the need of a certain level of restroomage. Then it is sadly on you in some of these aspects to look that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the event will describe these things. What What is accessible? What is going to be there? Sometimes they don't. And the newer the event, the less they're going to know about what, they're, what might come up as yeah. a thing to tell you. And that's just... It. So they might not have it posted on their social media or on their event page what exactly is going on. So if you reach out to them, mm-hmm. then they know for next year, oh, we need to specify these things. Because yeah. if if I, as an event coordinator, get messaged like six or seven times, uh, what's the restroom situation? What's the 
um, camping situation? What what am I to expect as far as wildlife or food? Then we'll know. Okay, we can't just say food's provided. We need to say this meal's provided, this meal's not. This mm-hmm. is what the meals are or the food options. Because if you get multiple people saying, well, is there going to be vegan? Is there going to be gluten-free options? And those are kind of things that you need to think about before you go someplace. If you yeah. have a medical need or a dietary need or something like that, you need to make sure before you show up that that's taken care of. Yes, agreed. Another thing is temperature. Mm-hmm. I I think I've told you, dear listeners, about six or seven billion times my first pagan camping trip, which uh, was projected the week before I went was about 95. Projected cold front was supposed to be a, low, a high of 75. In actuality, the high was 19 degrees on Samhain. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there was a joke of Lady Goddess, we are supposed to be celebrating Samhain, not Yule. <laughs> Shouted through the camping site of us all going, code, so code. No, but sh- shout it as much as you can through shivering teeth. Yes, <laughs> so code. So, me being always cold, went with my winter jacket, some gloves, a hat going. Yeah, they say a cold front, but you know what? I also had t shirts and jeans and some warm shoes, some normal shoes, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I was underprepared. Um, walking walking away from there, I was like, if I had another comforter <laughs> and I had some leggings and warmer socks, I would have been fine. But other people came like thinking, 75, yeah, I'm going to wear nothing but a bra and panties all weekend. <laughs> Woo, flip-flops. And then they were like, oh, Walmart is right down the street. We'll be back later. <laughs> After warm. Yeah. And then the best part about we're back from Walmart is we are going to be warm with rum. And they brought huge amounts of alcohol, too. So it was just like, oh, yeah, you stocked us up. We'll be warm forever. Warm the outside and the inside. Yeah. And uh, by the way, that's not how that actually works. So if you're in a real wilderness situation, Don't. don't fucking do that. Don't. Luckily, we weren't. We were like 20 minutes away from town. Yeah. So, I mean, worst comes to worst, the ambulance could be a bumpy ride home (laughs) or to the hospital. But that's a thing to think about, guys. Look at the highs and lows for your area. I'm keeping an eye on that um, calendar, Mm -hmm. the 10-day forecast or 20-day forecast. So, when I say it's projected to be 85, I'm bringing a hoodie and I'm bringing shorts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pack for a little bit of everything. Always overpack. I'm sorry. Any guy who's like, my girl packs way too much, or anybody who judges anybody for packing too much will be that person who's woefully <laughs> underprepared for something stupid. You, you, you can ask Sunshine, because we, we just had Phoenix Fan Fusion out right. here. We actually stayed at a, at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I think I actually brought more normal clothes other than cosplays than mm-hmm. Sunshine did. Oh, yeah. And no, and if you're planning on wearing a costume or Mm -hmm. if you have ritual wear, bring real clothes, too. If you were like, I'm going to be nude the whole time. Bring bring some clothes. Sand fleas happen. Mosquitoes happen. Rain happens. um, Shit happens. It does. Bring real clothes because guess what? When you're driving there, you can't be top down, top off. Mm -hmm. Which has happened to some people coming back from which camp. 
they're leaving and they're like, oh, oh, tits out. Tits not allowed out no more. On highway. <laughs> Cover tits. Jeez. Yeah. So. But uh, I, I think um, one of the other things, uh, kind of getting back to the whole don't be a dick. Um, mm-hmm. My my biggest suggestion, and this is actually something that I, I personally struggle with, I've struggled with in the past, but I'm getting better with it. Mm-hmm. Is asking questions. Yes. If you do not understand something or don't understand why something's being done, don't be afraid to ask. Or if you get there underprepared, mm-hmm. despite all of our please internets is yep. for you, um, ask somebody, talk to somebody. I mean, yeah, you might not want to be the guy that the whole group has to feed and clothe, but uh, it's better than starving Yes. or sleeping out in the middle because you don't have a tent and you were hoping somebody would offer you a tent. Like, just say, hey, I need to be sponsored for the week. Yeah. So what? You get looked at. Next week, next year, you actually have a big tent to sponsor somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think one of the biggest things that I, I love about this, this community that we're in, mm-hmm. we're a very giving community. Mm-hmm. And we try to help as much as we can to anybody who is in need. But you also have to come in with the, not necessarily the expectation, mm-hmm. but with the mindset of paying it forward. Yes. Not necessarily paying it back because there's there's people in the community who do not expect you to pay them back for right. for, for things, for anything. Money, food, water, shelter, clothing, mm-hmm. whatever. But just think of the times that you've been helped. And if somebody comes up saying, hey, I need some assistance with this. Don't be afraid to help them. Show them yeah. the love and respect and care that you are given mm-hmm. because you don't know what situation they might be right. in. I always pack food for myself for all meals, whether a meal is offered or not, just because mm-hmm. I am a picky eater. I do have some dietary restrictions. So I always overpack food for myself so that I have stuff to share because in the end, somebody is going to get and go, hey, you want some of this? And I'm like, hells yeah, dig in. <laughs> and then um, one another thing, we value different things in the pagan community. Nice. So if you are a tarot reader and you're half decent, remember that's a $20 reading that you're offering. So you can say, hey, I didn't realize we're not getting free lunch. Can I do a tarot reading for some food mm-hmm. bartering yes bartering. we're big barterers or yes. if you're knitting and it's fucking freezing for some odd reason um during that same trip we had somebody who was a vendor who was vending hand knit socks and she just started handing them out mm-hmm. she's like like really good quality i'm pretty sure the only reason why i didn't get frostbitten socks yep and then also she was part of a pretty well-known um, music group in the pagan community, Spiral Rhythm. And she would play for us. And then the expectation was when they, her, she came down to actually play or sit by the sacred fire, people made room mm-hmm. and made sure that she had a spot to sit. And the socks got returned and snacks were delivered when she was working at her booth and stuff like that. Yep. And then from there on out, every Dragon Con, I was looking for her booth. Every <laughs> Renaissance Festival, I was looking for her booth. So by the way... Atlanta people go looking for Unleash the Goddess next time and say Autumn sent you because warm socks, bitches. <laughs> that is awesome. I yes. love that. So, yeah, there should be a shirt with that. Warm socks, bitches. Warm socks, bitches. No, yes. No, warm socks, witches. 
Warm socks, witches. There we yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Yule socks, tango. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was just a little, little tangent. Warm socks, witches. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you figuring? Are you figuring out how to put that on a shirt or how to bumper, how to sticker. bumper sticker or something like that? Both. Both, yes. <laughs> we need our shop. I'm working at it. I promise. Um, at the same time, don't expect anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bad, not habit, but a bad um, preconceived notion. Yes, that all pagan girls put out. We don't. No. No, no, you you don't have that because no, you're, it, you're a good person. Yeah, but yeah, we do have that preconceived notion as a community. And warning, girls, there's that preconceived notion that at these kind of events, pagan girls put out. So you do have to be on guard. You do have to be prepared. Not all pagan guys are going to know that not to give you tea when you're unconscious. Mm-hmm. So. Heads up. And to the pagan gentlemen who think that they're going to get laid automatically because they're going to a pagan event, go watch no. Consent is Tea. Yeah. It's a really great video that explains consent with a British accent. It's fabulous. <laughs> it's yes. fabulous. And, and, and I think I, I, think I, can, I can kind of speak from not, not necessarily experience, but I, mm-hmm. can, I can speak from knowing somebody who has tried and who is no longer a part of the community mm-hmm. and luckily it wasn't it wasn't here in Arizona but um it's it 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 no don't don't come in with that that expectation if it happens it happens great but mm-hmm. don't come in with that expectation because guess what these girls know how to fight they know mm-hmm. how to protect themselves they know what the real deal is yeah and just because we're saying that doesn't mean that there aren't people who are willing to have flings while at these events or not willing to have fun please don't feel like we're shaming you if you want to do those kind of things don't go for just that though please yeah i've gone to a couple of things where that was all that somebody came for and it's obvious there's they don't do any work as far as helping the community with setup breakdown. They don't do any work as far as in classes. They don't participate in the classes. They don't participate in the rituals or they goof off during ritual time, which makes me want to go, I don't like you. Which also brings up another point of being, of not being a dick. Right. Participate. Participate or at least try. Yeah. Um, you can just go for a vacation. Dudes, just go rest, relax, do whatever. But also, at the same time, some of these events are created for real work, real Mm -hmm. shadow work, real physical work. Sometimes you go and it's a pagan gathering and you're going to have a Sabbath ritual, but at the same time, you're expected to do work on the land because it's pagan-owned land. Yeah. I mean, I I just think it's going to be one of those situations where, you know, if, if you're not willing to put in the work... Honestly, consider skipping. Right. And the same thing with right before we go on this break, this is my last bit of point is uh, if you haven't been a Girl Scout, one good thing the Girl Scouts have taught me is make sure when you leave, the land looks better than it was before you were there. Yes. So leave no trace behind is a big thing. Just clean up after yourselves, trash, recycle, do whatever. And we'll be back with more. Don't be a dick at a pagan event. Right after this break. 
Jira, have you ever wondered if our Patreon supporters are truly getting great benefits for their money? Of course you do, because I've asked it at the end of every episode. Ah, uh, that's true. Well, if you, dear listener, are wondering if you should support Millennial Pagan Podcast through Patreon, I think we should tell you why. Well, at the $1 mark, of course, you get a personalized thank you right here on the show. Right at the very end of the show, actually. Mm-hmm. And at the $5 mark, not only do you get those thank yous at the end of the show, but you also have access to a 30-minute mini-sode every month. And one of our exclusive buttons and stickers. Sent directly to your home or address that you provide to me. Yeah. Yeah. And why are those mini-sodes so awesome? Well, I think because we answer a lot of uh, interesting questions that we may not have time for during one of these shows. Yeah, and it's just us yammering on being silly. And, of course, you know, we have a lot of more bloopers that we get to show you at the end. Also, in the near future, Patreon supporters, we will have more exclusive content, and you'll also be the first to know of any changes that happen to Millennial Pagan Podcast. So if you aren't a Patreon supporter yet, why don't you go ahead and think about it and join up so you can get all these great benefits. See you next time. And we're back with Millennial Pagan Podcast, and we're doing a special Don't Be a Dick episode. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> Specifically at events with yes. other pagans. Yes. Um, so I know we, we, we kind of covered a lot of stuff. We still got more to go over, you know. Of course. Of course. Uh, one of the big things that uh, being a big, hairy fluff ball that I am, uh, one thing that I can definitely say is grooming. Hygiene. Hygiene. Keep clean. Keep clean. This this doesn't just go for the big, big hairy guys. This goes for everybody, top to bottom, big, small, whoever you are. Tiny, petite girls just as much as the big bodybuilder guys. Yes. Uh, grooming is very important. Uh, cleanliness is very important, especially if you're going to be out in the wilderness, rolling around in dirt, walking around in dirt, dust, s- snow, Whatever you're going to be in, because yep. it sticks to every part of you. Sun. Sun sticks to every part of you. Yes. It, it will eat your flesh. Mm-hmm. Slowly. So, don't be afraid to, you know... Wipe. Wipe. Take a bar of soap to you every now and again. There's a lot... Actually, I, I actually found something I actually have um, that I'm taking with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there's this company called Dude Wipes. Yes. I love them with mm-hmm. a passion. Uh, they actually make a uh, quick shower uh-huh. in a wipe. Yeah. And it's just uh, it's just this oversized wipe that you literally can just wipe up over your body. Quick clean. It's not meant to replace a shower, but it's good for the in-between moments if you find yourself a little uh, little ripe. Yep. And in those um, sports sporting goods sections of a lot of your local stores, they will have biodegradable camp ones. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean just throw it on the ground. No. Um, also, if you've never gone camping and you have uh, you don't have restroom facilities, you have to bury that stuff. And I don't mean like throw a couple of leaves on it. Actually bury all of your hygiene or disposable things that come in or out of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, that's gross. Especially don't do that anywhere near the normal walkway don't leave wipes in the normal yeah. walking campground area that you've already utilized ladies ladies specifically who do enjoy um pacifica brand beauty stuff they have underarm wipes mm-hmm. which are specifically a deodorizing underarm wipe that you can use on like say day one or day 13 if you don't feel like bringing your lady stick 
mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Um, you can get the body wipes for anything, really, for camping and whether they're flushable or not. But pay attention and read those. If you do have access to showers, at least shower once. No matter yes. how long you're going to be there. Because like Jared just said, dirt and stuff happens. You want to go over yourself with a fine tooth comb if you're from the same area that I was originally. Because um, ticks carry Lyme disease. And Lyme disease is a big problem. Yes. In fact, that's almost everywhere in the United States. Pay attention to those kind of things. Don't bring home any critters you don't want. Mm-hmm. Shake out things. Sweep things out. Keep yourself clean. Uh, free hugs. Get a $20 charge if you smell like shite. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's my rule. Like, don't come up to me with a free hug sign if I can smell you from a mile away. Yeah. It's like, nope, nope, I'm going to charge you $20 if you want a hug from me and you smell like that. Or I'll just hand you a pack of Burt's Bees wipes <laughs> and go go to town, man. Smell better. <laughs> free free hugs are great when you smell good. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think one, one other thing, too, that uh, kind of get, getting close to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, respect personal space yes and that also involves personal items yes um that's one of the biggest thing i mean there's there have been several times where i feel very comfortable personally bringing something to one of our events with reclaiming Mm -hmm. and leaving it out in the open right because i know nobody's gonna touch it it's gonna be respected yeah but even at those kind of events if um you've been to a group like the reclaiming group we talk about a lot or something keep an eye on your stuff Mm -hmm. period uh you don't know who's new especially in open circles and they might not be the 100 percent most honest person and that goes especially for camping trips or any other kind of trip like have somebody that you say hey watch this for me watch me if i become intoxicated for me have a contingency plan for those kind of situations so that you don't put yourself in an unsafe position or you don't leave your items in a position where they look tasty mm-hmm. in any which form of way. Um, yeah. Another side note on hygiene, Axe is not a shower. Yeah, no, completely agree there. And neither is patchouli. Or any other spray form of... Or scent. Or scent form like, of anything. It does not replace. And that's yeah. another thing about like minimizing your smells. Sometimes people are allergic to those kind of things. So keep it at a um, level that is pleasant for all. So maybe one, two spritz be done. Mm-hmm. It, it's still pungent. Trust me. We could smell you from a mile away. But it's a nice pleasant smell. Like, oh, there's, there's Michael. <laughs> As opposed to, oh, fuck, we're downwind of Michael. You know, and and that's the same with your stuff. Um, Another important thing is to remember that some people don't want their ritual items touched by others because Mm -hmm. of energy that goes with tarot cards, that goes with anything. If you're at an event and you see somebody else's magical item out, ask before touching. Um, Ask the seller before touching things for sale. Yep. You don't know if they want you to pick it up and touch it and look at it or like say, hey, I w- I'm interested in this item. May I take a closer look? And I, I know several uh, several vendors who will do one of two things. Mm-hmm. Either say, yeah, feel free. Go ahead and pick it up. Or hold on. Let me go ahead and show it to you. Mm-hmm. Let me pick it up for yeah. you and put it closer. I'll turn it in different ways or things like that. Mm-hmm. Because they, they know their product. They know 
what it can and can't handle. Mm -hmm. And if they're, if they don't want you to break it because they do want it to be sold Uh in good condition, if you break it, guess what? You just bought it. Yeah. And be prepared that if you want to see something up close or see with your hands, not with your eyes, when mama told you, see with your hands, not with your eyes, to make sure you know the price on it first uh because Mm -hmm. if you break it and it's 60 bucks and you only brought 40 bucks for the full weekend yeah you're suddenly working for that booth you're helping them break down (laughs) Mm -hmm. or have a way to say that you have that option of helping but at the same time they might they have the right to call the police and say this person broke or stole my item Mm. so and one thing I know about anybody who vends at Pagan Events, they have magical contingencies if you do that stuff. Yep. Uh, it will suck to be you if you steal something from a Pagan vendor. I, I can I can honestly say this uh, because I have seen it in action. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I have a friend. Um, well, we, we have a, a little western town out here called mm-hmm. Goldfield Ghost Town. And there is a shop that is open 24-7. There's actually a clay worker there that makes these beautiful sculptures. It's open up 24-7. There's actually a little box either inside or on the door that actually says, you know, if you see something you like and you want to buy it, put the money here. And I know somebody, well, and I actually got to know the uh, the clay worker a couple years ago. Um, but before I actually got to know them, never knew that they were actually pagan. Something, uh, one of my, I won't say friends because I don't talk to them anymore, but right. somebody that I was associates. hanging out with, one of my associates at the time, we were actually doing a, uh, a ghost hunt mm-hmm. around the area and he actually decided to go in and pocket something. I didn't know it at the time. And, uh, I'd say within about 24 hours, he really regretted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just know that it is real and it can't happen. Yeah, I've had people say that um, in their physical shops, they've had things that they already written off years later, returned to them in envelopes saying, please get it out of me. Mm-hmm. Please make it stop <laughs> or um, things like that. And I mean, just be prepared for that. That might include you come home and you're covered in ticks or other creeper collars or you bring home creeper collars or, or maybe that that one little tie down that was holding down your entire luggage set on top of your car just happened to come loose all over the highway mm-hmm. i've seen I've, I've seen that happen as well yeah or um anybody in the phoenix area who knows driving up to prescott your cars get combustible mm-hmm. on that drive so think about that your if air conditioning magically goes out yeah or you forgot something really important back at camp or you lo- something of yours that was important was lost or stolen. Mm-hmm. It will come back. So that's a major thing. Don't pit pocket at these events. These people work really hard, especially if they are artisans. They work really hard to be there to supply their wares. It's a rough terrain to be a um, person selling something mm-hmm. because you're outside all day. You're stuck behind your booth, far away from all of the rest of the activities, unless you want to pack everything up and pack it back out. So just be courteous of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the big things that I'm a big advocate for because mm-hmm. I know I know a lot of people working in the in the convention scene and working mm-hmm. just just knowing so many different artisans, right? And how 
how much they work and how hard it is to do some of the things that they do. Mm-hmm. But they do it and they love it. Right. And another thing about um, clothing. Mm-hmm. We already talked about temperature. Comfort and preparedness. If you've never been camping before, now's the time to go to Bass Pro, Dick's, REI. REI's website literally has a camping list checklist. If you've done your research, figured out what's at that campsite and what's provided by the group, you know what you can cut out of that list. If you have personal needs or medical needs, like I'm allergic to the fucking world, I know to pack extra Benadryl every time mm-hmm. I go. So you you can kind of gauge from that list the beginnings of what you're actually going to need. Yeah. And just go by that. Talk to other people who have gone camping. Uh, I would almost say don't let that be your first time camping, but at the same time, that would be an amazing <laughs> adventure. I can never imagine being an adult and never have camped before, but I know they're out there. Yep. Bless your souls. <laughs> so, but preparedness. Take a first aid kit. Yeah. At least a tiny one that's a single person, single day one. And you never know when you're going to cut, burn, or do something, scrape something. If you have allergies, bring your allergy meds because you might find a new one. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the other things that we should also talk about, because um, I've experienced this also myself, Mm -hmm. bringing outsiders. Ooh. Yes. Prepare them, too. Mm -hmm. Again, communication is key, people. Yeah. Talk to your stuff. Um, I love, you know, I, uh, I have a friend actually who just recently came to our, um, our Beltane ritual mm-hmm. and it was actually his first, uh, public ritual. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I talked to him, I was like, Hey, this is, this is what you should expect. This mm-hmm. is what, this is what we do. This is, this is who we are. If you're not comfortable at any point, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm still I still consider myself a newbie in the community because I have not been there as as long as some of these other people have, mm-hmm. some of my friends, you know. And I still tell them, it's like, there's a lot of things that if you don't understand, you can come ask me, come talk to me, or I can point you in the right direction. Right. And I invited him for a reason. Mm-hmm. I invited him because, number one, I trust him. Mm-hmm. Number two, I know that he's respectful. Mm-hmm. And number three, he's been looking for something like this. Right. And it honestly just just started with a with a simple Facebook um, Facebook message that he put up there, mm-hmm. and I knew that he he was looking for something. He needed something. Right. Now I have a couple other friends who want to do stuff like this. Right. Who but, I just yeah. tell them. No, you got there. There's a couple things you need to know before before right. doing something like this, before coming to an event like this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, they're not really willing to listen. Right, and you have to gauge that because if you bring in a newbie, you bring a guest, then that person is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're an adult on their own; they're your yeah. responsibility. Especially if it's something you've been to already or you have knowledge of prior having been to something similar prior or even if they've never been to anything pagan before, it's still your responsibility to give them heads up, to help them out and to be their sponsor. You're, you're now a sponsor. (laughs) Which, and, and I I have to say, I'm very, I'm actually very proud of my friend. He actually Mm -hmm. made some really good friends at, at this, uh, at this ritual. I mean, Mm -hmm. and 
he's definitely coming back. He he loves it. He's actually part of the community now. Yeah. And he 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 actively wants to be a part of the community. Yeah. And you have to so. gauge those things with people who you invite or people you come with. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with yourself. Are you prepared to do those things that Jared just mentioned? Like he gave a good list of three things that you should think about. Are you really looking for something? Are you really willing to be respectful of everyone and every different kind of paganism? Because when you go out into the world and you go into group, then suddenly it's not your paganism anymore. It's yours mm-hmm. and theirs and theirs and theirs and mine and his and hers and everyone else's and there's different flavors of the same tradition out there um there's different knowledge levels Mm -hmm. so you just have to understand that you might be shocked hopefully you're not appalled but uh we already talked about if you're appalled you can ditch Mm -hmm. so but if you're shocked and you're surprised which i'm hoping after listening to all this you will be in a pleasant level of surprise when you go to something like that um then woohoo yeah yeah so to recap kind of mm-hmm. when you're going to something go in prepared educate yourself on the who what when where and why yep. make sure you know that your basic needs are going to be met is there shelter is there food is there water and is there clothing and If those things are on you to do, make sure you cover your bases for as many days as you're going to be there, plus one or two more, just in Mm -hmm. case. And that I would say that for any time you're you're going camping or any time you're going to something, one or two more. I I always uh, any any traveling that I do, especially like like I said just recently with the convention, Mm -hmm. uh, any traveling, any time I need to pack, I always pack two extra of everything. Right, and um, for those of you who haven't gone camping. Uh, ever before, I would bring a pair of appropriate shoes and another. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also bring two extra pairs of socks because you you would be surprised how important it is to keep your feet dry, comfortable. And if you get a foot injury, you need to make sure that you have those dry, clean, comfortable things. Ways to clean not only the injury, but the full foot to keep it clean. Um, An Irish thing of hospitality was that if new people came into your home, you cleaned their feet. Mm -hmm. So just think about it that way. When you're out and about in the world, in the outside world, you need to really – the feet – propel you where you're going so that's the main focus next bring two three extra pairs of underwear girls doesn't matter what time of the month it is you're gonna go into circle you don't know what's gonna come out yep so bring extra things like that and you never know somebody might be fully unprepared for oh shit it happened Mm -hmm. The wheel has turned and my cycle is here and did anybody bring anything? Hygiene is a huge important thing when you're out in the world because not only does it keep you clean and feeling more comfortable, it keeps you safe from other things. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, a bear can't sniff out your blood from miles away, but... Ticks and mosquitoes can. Um, Don't get too overly drunk, guys. I know it's really hard (laughs) when you want to party hardy with Pan and Dionysus, but um, just remember you need to safely get back to wherever you're sleeping. Yeah, there there could be 
especially um, being that we're going to be out in the redwoods, there's not really a lot of light that can come mm-hmm. through the trees. Right. So you could definitely uh, step onto, into, on, uh, through something that can definitely hurt you. And light sources. If you are mm-hmm. a constant contact wearer like me, bring your glasses, bring your sunglasses, bring your prescription sunglasses, bring an extra pair of contacts, bring plenty of solution and hand sanitizer. Peace. We mm-hmm. want you to see. With that being said, I have an amazing lantern, and I'm still packing shit tons of glow sticks. I don't care if I have a flashlight, a lantern, glow sticks, my phone flashlight. I'm going to have light. I, I actually just bought a, a, a mini flashlight that's actually very powerful. Mm-hmm. Got it for actually not not too much. It was like about like six, seven dollars mm-hmm. from a store that actually comes to my work. Oh, I have so, a I have a State Farm flashlight in my um, desk. I need to bring home. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I but, was like, ooh, free flashlight. It's like that one. It's it's not gonna leave my hip the entire time I'm there right. unless I'm jumping into the pool, right? Or any water source, right? That that <laughs> flashlight can't go in. Yeah. And then there's waterproof flashlights too, mm-hmm. and water sources. If um, you're going into a water source that isn't perfectly clean and you can alcohol your ears, bring some alcohol drops to put in your ears to clean them out. Um, make sure that you give yourself a once over when you get out of the water because sometimes water sources have leeches. Mm-hmm. They're not a medical thing anymore. No. We don't no. want them. Give them a good bleeding with leeches. Yes. No. And um, that's another reason why you should have that first aid kit or for those kind of things. So just think about your safety overall pack for the event and not just the magical aspects. Bring your magical tools and stuff that you think you're going to need, but um, also pack for your own safety, your major safety things, your major life needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hydrate. Important just all around. Yes. Clean water is very important. You'd be surprised how um, quickly you run through water when you're camping, especially if you are alcoholing yourself. Please drink a water per alcohol beverage. Oh, another fun tip. Uh, You know those... um, solar things that you can put along your path to your front Mm -hmm. door at home put those on your by your spikes of your tent and at your entrance of your tent so when drunk people are running through the camp they're like oh there's a tent here (laughs) and there's a line here and i'm not going to trip over it and fall onto your tent Mm -hmm. because i've had that and my last one in 10 degrees weather somebody's dog got loose and i'm hearing her running through the camp yelling for this dog and i'm just laying in my tent like i'm fucking cold and i bet you this bitch is in shorts (laughs) and i want to find this dog (laughs) um and actually actually one last thing because i uh it just it just popped into my head and Mm -hmm. i think somebody might might need to hear it don't push yourself too hard yeah there's no point. I mean, yeah. yes, it might be the only time you get to go, but don't if, get yourself to go home yeah. too early. If you need to sit down, if you need to relax, mm-hmm. if you're overwhelmed mm-hmm. for whatever reason, don't be afraid to sit down. And if you need to, ask for help. 
take a break. There's plenty of people who can ground you. There's plenty of people who have water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's plenty of people who have first aid kits if you don't end up having one or you're far away from your first aid kit. Yep. Um, a good event will actually have somebody designated for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. um, a good event will have somebody who knows first aid or is EMT certified. A good event will have somebody who is specifically there to ground Yep. other people who is good at that um so yeah and don't be afraid to be that person who's a little wild mm-hmm. don't be afraid to be that person who's perfectly happy with being loose and free and hopping tents do it safely bring condoms um but don't be afraid to be to have fun yeah um fucking who cares who's gonna judge you exactly right so, um, well, I, I do actually have one thing I want to bring up before we, uh, before we finish this, I, have all a, right. I just have a, uh, just a call out for, uh, for all my friends and, and listeners out there. Uh, I have a friend who's living in California who, uh, she is going through transition right now and she is beginning to find herself and, uh, she's kind of made a call to help uh, help her to find herself. Her name is Zoe. Mm -hmm. Um, and she, she's struggling, but she's actually in the, in the end part of her struggle. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of her. I've, I've known her for several years and I called him a very good friend when he was him. Mm -hmm. And I now call her a very good friend Mm -hmm. because of the type of person that she is. Right. And um, if you guys can just keep her in your thoughts, just keep her, uh, keep her in your, your magical energies, just to send her, send her the physical energy that she needs, the mental energy that she needs, and most importantly, the spiritual energy that she needs to make it through. Yep. Well, after all of that, I think important events that you guys might want to care about is Midsummer slash Litha slash whatever else you want to call it. Uh, I believe this year is the 20th, not the 21st, but I might be wrong. So it is coming up really soon. It will be a weekend. So have a blessed Midsummer. Yes. Um, and I know we've already mm-hmm. said it. Uh, we're not going to have a, another full-length show for this month. Correct. Uh, we are going to have a mini-sode, a Patreon mini-sode still. Yep. So Patreon listeners, be on the lookout for that. Yes. So, And you can find Millennial Pagan Podcast on Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Jarrah, yep. where can they find you? Of course, Twitter, at uh, Jarrah Stone, and Instagram, Haggard underscore Hagrid underscore Cosplay. And where can we find all... I know you just uh, posted something recently. I know. Remember, I kept telling you people to <laughs> just forget it. I'm never going to post anything ever again. But I finally did it on the Iron Wolf Circle um, or with I- Autumn Iron Wolf on Wor- WordPress. So you can find my newest article on P- Pinterest witchery, I think I called it. Um, and I... I- Wanted it to be harder than it was, I'm going to be honest. Um, When I first thought about it, I was in a very negative thought process with the whole Pinterest spells, and then I kind of came around. So I hope you guys like what you read. Um, 
So, yeah, that, that's that's a thing there. That's I'm also there. on Pinterest, uh, not Pinterest, sorry. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter as Autumn Wolf and Facebook as Autumn Wolf. Yeah. And I control our Instagram, so a lot of the Instagram stuff is mostly just me. Yep. But we will have a lot of pictures from our camping trips coming up, mm-hmm. uh, going on Instagram. And we will talk about our personal camping trips after we come back. Hopefully we can talk Sunshine into coming and sitting with us and talking about which camp as well. Oh, yeah. All right. So from all of us here at Millennial Pagan Podcast. Marry me. Marry part. And marry meet again. again.